0: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Employers in the U.S. added 559,000 jobs in May, fewer than economists were forecasting. Still, as NPR's David Gurra reports, hiring was stronger than it was in April.
1: As more Americans get vaccinated and states have done away with restrictions, there have been significant gains in leisure and hospitality. Bars and restaurants have been hiring, along with hotels and casinos. Schools added jobs as well, as more of them reopened. But the labor market is still a far cry from what it was pre-pandemic, when the jobless rate was at 3.5%. In the coming days, many states will end unemployment programs the U.S. government funded. They were set to expire in September. Proponents of ending those programs early argue an additional subsidy of $300 a week has been keeping workers on the sidelines. David Gurra, NPR News, New York.
0: The unemployment rate dropped from 6.1 percent to 5.8 percent in May. President Biden will meet later today with West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito. She's been leading negotiations for Senate Republicans on a potential compromise over an infrastructure bill. Biden and the Republicans disagree over how much it costs, what it should cover, and whether corporate tax rates should be boosted to finance the plan. U.S. energy consumption dropped 7 percent last year amid the pandemic. NPR's Jeff Brady reports, new federal data show all forms of fuel use declined except renewable energy.
2: Renewable energy consumption, mostly for electricity generation, rose 2% in 2020, according to the Energy Information Administration. Coal use fell the most, nearly 20%, compared to 2019. A trend away from coal, toward cheaper fuels like wind, solar, and natural gas, continued. But even natural gas consumption decreased 2%. Most of the petroleum burned in the U.S. is for transportation. Since more people stayed home last year, it declined 13%. Still, scientists say the These declines are not enough to avoid the worst effects of climate change. And fossil fuel use likely will rise again this year as Americans venture out more. Jeff Brady, NPR News.
0: Today is the 32nd anniversary of China's crackdown on pro-democracy protesters in Tiananmen Square in Beijing. There won't be any commemorations in China today, and there won't be any observance in Hong Kong either, where China has taken a more muscular governing role. Hong Kong activist Chow Heng-tung has been arrested. Days before she was detained, she spoke about why commemorating the Tiananmen Square massacre is vital. It's a reflection of what who we are as Hong Kong people. We are people who are so insistent on justice. The Tiananmen Square vigil has typically drawn huge crowds in Hong Kong. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 150 points at 34,728. The Nasdaq is up more than 160 points. You're listening to NPR News. The Justice Department is investigating Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. A spokesman for DeJoy says the probe is looking at campaign contributions by employees in his former company. The Washington Post has reported the employees said they were pressured to make contributions to Republican candidates and then were repaid by bonuses. DeJoy's spokesman says he is scrupulous in following campaign laws. An anti-cancer drug appears to be very effective at fighting an especially aggressive form of breast cancer. NPR's Rob Stein has details.
3: The drug is called limparza. Researchers studied whether it could help women fighting cancer caused by mutations in the so-called breast cancer genes. These cancers tend to be particularly hard to treat. In a study being published in the New England Journal of Medicine, the researchers found Lymparza significantly reduced the chances that cancer would come back after the women had undergone surgery and chemotherapy. The study also suggests the drug may reduce the risk of dying from breast cancer. The study is being presented to weekend at a meeting of the american society of clinical oncology rob stein npr news
0: today is national donut day it's being observed by local bakeries and national chains but it began in 1938 to honor a group of women known as the salvation army donut lassies they traveled to the front lines in world war one to offer emotional support to u.s soldiers they also provided baked goods They began by frying donuts in soldiers' helmets. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington.